Welcome to Word of the Bay, number 108. 108. Our guest tonight is Justin Pulaski. Ooh. It's going to be exciting. Yes. Everybody fucking be excited for that. Uh, we are, of course, brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash shark and get yourself a free audiobook trial and a 30-day free trial is what I'm trying to say. Well, it, what it amounts to is you get a free book, and then for 30 days you can find out what else you're going to purchase. Exactly. And then if you go to sharkdropper.com, there is an Amazon link at the top. You click that link, and you can get yourself uh, – you just do normal shopping, and you get yourself that. And let me, Kyle, remind you here, it's not adding anything. You literally have to go to one extra website before you do your Amazon shopping. So please think of us. It doesn't cost you a bit. Cool. And now, we're in the Bay, 108. Welcome to War of the Bay. My name is Kyle. My name is Nick. And joining us today, uh, well, first of all, you know, I want to say, like, the one thing that Nick and I say on this podcast all the time, we say we're not experts. We're not smarter than we you. We just hot takes. We just do hot takes. We do the shit. We do shit like that. We got a guy on who we can actually say is an expert. He's a genuine expert. Compared to Nick and I, for, for sure. So also, it's like compared to most people. He's, he knows his bucks. Knows his bucks. <laughs> uh, we got Justin Pulaski on the show. Justin, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Um, I... I have said this for years. On, uh, I am no expert either. I I don't really like people that call themselves an expert because really you're not an expert. I, I mean, come on. Yeah, I I am a fan just like you guys are a fan. We all watch the same. Um, we all have about as much control over it. Hey, I was gonna. I probably should have asked you before we came on. Are, are we like? Can people listen to us live or is this recorded? No, we're, rec- this we're is, recorded. This is recorded. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. Then I get as crazy as I thought Son I was going to get. I, <laughs> yeah. Shit. I'm done with this. What do I, what do I even agree to come on this podcast? <laughs> Fucking podunk shit poke podcast. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. Okay. So, okay. Maybe you're not, you wouldn't consider yourself to be an expert. But we do. Oh, but, okay. But, well, no, maybe you can tell me. Because Lovey Smith comes out there and talks in his press conference about the small improvements on the field, and that blew my fucking mind. Like, maybe you could tell me where you saw small improvements on the field. I'm pretty sure I pissed my pants when I heard him say that. Like, really? Small improvements? Where, you idiot? I mean, good night. I mean, it was terrible. God, it's so frustrating. And I know there's little pictures, and I know you go back and you watch the film, and guys like um, former Buccaneer Steve White watch the film, and he's it wasn't as bad it's hard for me i don't like going back and watching the film i they lost 37 23 to your division rival at home again i don't want to go back and watch that shit i'm done yeah. with it how many times so, are we go gonna get, how many times are we just gonna get blown out like crazily blown out to at home at home they they, they 
they play so much better on the road. And I'm just starting to wonder if they just want their home fans to hate them. I, I don't know. I mean, with the whole shit with the Glazers stuff last week and oh, yeah. the Glazers want to, uh, they're going to give money to upgrade the stadium, but they're like holding the city hostage. Like, Hey, we'll give you this money. If you let us leave and go play home games elsewhere, it's like, it, really? it's not, I mean, it, you just want us to hate you. Don't you? No, that is, that is completely, Completely insane to me because they're saying they it's a hundred million, right? Well, yeah, it's a they want a hundred million for stadium like, upgrades. For, for them, that's that's. I know it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Yeah, but if they they're thinking they look at it as an investment. We'll give you a hundred million. Well, really, it's seventy five million, and the city gives twenty five. Wow. So we'll give you seventy million, but we're gonna take our team and play a couple home games elsewhere. Well, they're going to, and, and if they do that every year, they're going to make that money back up in like a couple of years. So that's nothing. It's just an, it's a short-term investment to make long-term money. Okay. But I mean, is there, is there thinking on these two games? Like, okay, well, our attendance is not good at Raymond James stadium. So let's take it elsewhere and like make well, some money. Maybe our tech quote unquote home game will be uh, better attended. Right. That's got to be yeah. it, right? I, I mean, well, that's what they said, or that's what the, the report said, is that they're looking at it as, a, as an insurance policy because attendance has been so bad. I got a great idea. How about fucking winning at home? Yeah, yeah that might about- change things. <laughs> People might enjoy going to the games again. I do- when we get to the game and they're down 14 to nothing, that's tough to stomach. Yeah, I don't like that. And then you look up and down the sideline, and none of the players seem like they even want to be there. Yeah, no. It, it, when when you're when the the players are turning around and judging the 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 women in the in the stands, like shows you exactly how interested the team is to be there. God, I it, I, I got I mean, it, exactly what Justin just said. Like, if you want people to come to your fucking games, like put a better product on the field. We've lost eleven straight home games. 10 under Lovey Smith, the last home game. Nick, you and I went to that fucking yeah, we, game. We, it, was a, it was Miami, wasn't it? Yeah, we went, uh, like, <laughs> and we haven't been to a game, a home game, in two seasons. I'm so it, it, it's a bad so, thing. So they're losing because you're not there. You're, you're the good luck. Sure. We might be. But you know what? If someone gave me tickets, free tickets, I'm not, I would not go. I, honestly, I would not go. Okay, as, as a fan of a, a professional sports franchise, you should never take into consideration when someone's giving you free tickets the traffic and the weather. If someone's giving you free tickets, as a fan, it should not come into my vocabulary. Right. It's like, well, maybe I'll go if it's nice weather. No, it doesn't matter. You're a fan of the team. Exactly. You just put up with it. Yeah, exactly. No, that's not the way it goes anymore. Like, if someone gave me Bucks tickets, I would kindly, you know, like, well, the the traffic's going to be terrible. I can watch watch us lose at home and watch my fantasy team, and then I can watch the 4 o'clock game. And the bathroom's close. I went to the first game against the Titans, and I'll admit, and maybe. You trooper. You know what? But, But it was sold out. And I want to apologize to everyone. Maybe I fell for it. Maybe I fell for their marketing. I fell for, fell for the uh, hype of the pre camping a new quarterback. And, you know, I got in that stadium and the Titans got the ball first and they had the first play and they threw a flag on it. So what? Yeah. You know, the crowd was into the game and we, the, the entire stadium was standing that entire first drive of the Titans. And they went right down and scored a touchdown. And then the onslaught began and I got to halftime and I just, it it really hit me. It was like an epiphany. And I said, I could be home with my wife and my child. I could be just enjoying them. Mm -hmm. You know, I worked so hard during the week and doing 
stuff. And then I now have USF on Saturdays. Like, do I really want to invest my Sundays in this when I could be spending time with my family? And it was at that moment I said, I'm not going back to another home game until they prove to me yep. over a time that they are heading in the right direction. I'm not going to fall for the marketing. Yep fall for the hype. I mean, I want to see it before I invest and go back to another game. And they really haven't shown that to me since. And it's funny this past weekend against the Panthers, my dad still goes to the games and he calls me on his way home. And he goes, cause I have a buddy that I work with now that his uncle wants to go to the Cowboys game and he's from Dallas and he wants to buy tickets and he's a wealthy gentleman. And I told my dad that, and he's like, ah, you know, I still want to go to the games. And he called me and said, sell my tickets, sell as many wow. as can. I want to get as much money back as I can. <laughs> I mean, but but that's a guy who's been, like, literally, I know that there's the joke that, oh, everyone has gone to Bucks games and had season tickets in 76. He has gone to every Bucks game since 1976. My father is as diehard a Bucks fan as you will find. And he, when I have not gone to the games, he has still gone to the games and suffered through it. And he said that guy, and he knows all the people that sit around us. He talks to all of them. The, Ticket holders, you're the same people. Every oh yeah, week. you you yeah. yeah, you get to rub elbows they're with the same all, people. They're all the same thing right now. They're all on the way out the tickets and until they see something a better product. And I'll tell you, you guys mentioned it before. We all mentioned it. You know, play better at home. How about be more excited as well? I mean, yeah. look at yeah. the, look at the hires the Glazers had. Defensive minded guy in Raheem Morris. Defensive minded guy in Greg Schiano. Defensive, boring guy in Levy Smith. Yeah, boring, boring, know. boring. I mean, maybe get somebody that's aggressive, offense. Gonna, you know, at least if you're gonna lose, maybe you put some points on the board. Make it entertaining because this brand of football is not only bad, it's boring. Yeah, it so would be boring. one thing if we were winning these games. It's one thing to see a product on the field that is laughable, but you win those games ten to nine, thirteen to nine, so on and so forth. But when you're constantly, you yeah, yeah, when you're getting blown out. By Carolina, by, by division rivals constantly. Yeah. It's one thing. I mean, it was, a, it was a stat that kind of shocked me that I realized Cam Newton hasn't beaten us for two seasons until, uh, or until last week. Because well, Derek Anderson beat us. He did, yeah, he didn't play us last year. <laughs> Derek Anderson beat us twice. And we made him look like Peyton Manning. Yeah. The thing is, like with with Raheem Morris or with uh, uh, Greg Chiano, at least you'd get like some cool sound bites or something, or like he uh, he makes something. Lovey yes. Smith, you just get like the same bullshit. He's that... regurgitating like uh, I, we're gonna hear we're Tennessee ready. Yeah. How well? About... Eventually, they will be ready, and then and. See the real team step on. Then watch out. Yeah, yeah. Oh watch, my God. Watch out. Oh my God. <laughs> Tennessee Red is great. Shannon was the best, though, man. He was. I'm so mad at myself for getting on the air and wanting him fired every week because his sound bites, <laughs> I mean, they were just awesome. He just gave us gold every single day. And actually, now that I'm thinking, oh man, I think I left him. Look, I'm going to see if I can find some while we're here, and I think I can play them right through my co computer for you. Lovely. Now, you guys just go ahead and talk, and I'll just be searching while we continue. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't, isn't this fucked up that, like, okay, like, we're at the point now where, like, we're all like, man, remember when Greg Schiano was the coach? Like, remember how good shit was, like, back then? Remember how funny his quotes were? Yes. Yeah, that's what well, we just... want. We don't care about the team on the field. Well, if we're going to laugh, if we're going to lose, might as well laugh with it. Yeah. Exactly. 
Everybody... Charge the victory formation. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. You know what? Everybody always got mad at Bush. You know, speaking of a political coverage, and then as soon as Obama <laughs> yeah. comes in, there was like, wait a second, where's our funny tidbits? Yeah. Hey, he pronounces <laughs> nuclear right. <laughs> yeah, this is bullshit. Strategery. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is bull- we missed the funny white guy. What's exactly. going What's on this? here? The president supposed- this? is it- this says Shiano fake laugh. I'm gonna just click on it. This must <laughs> be that Drake did for us. Well, I think the first way you ask the question is better. How are they trying to defend it? Because a lot of people haven't had success. Hilarious. <laughs> what? These are all stuff that Drake used to get for our old. Oh, God. He's like your I old forget jobs. that we, we, went, we had a long conversation before we went live with the podcast. Um, about the old radio days. Yeah, and I wish I wish we did that. We should have. That, that would have been. Yeah. A, well, we can. We, we can try and recreate. Yeah, we can re- it, rehash this, some of it. I guess. I mean, we can. Yeah. What is this? God bless you. God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I love those drops. Those, right. was Drake, Drake was like your drop man, right? He just like he was. He was. Just he's the best producer. Um, I mean, you could ever ask for. Uh, he just, I mean, everything that he did was, you know, on point. He came up with great ideas, you know, because one thing when, and I mean, for those listening, I, I mean, we used to do a radio show and we used to be on a radio station called 98, seven, the fan. I don't know if everyone knows that. Oh yeah. You know? I, I'll tell you this much. Our listeners know that. Well, now, okay. it's, now <laughs> it's called 98, seven, the, the, the pig it, it's or the... whatever it's, it's, it's worse. That's what it is. Well, I mean, I guess Bubba was tampering with the, uh, the ratings oh, man. and got suspended or whatever. I, I'm just pissed off that we didn't try and do that. I mean, yeah, look, right. Nothing <laughs> happened to him. I mean, at least if we would have done that, maybe, maybe we would, uh, you know, have lasted another week. How does it even work like what do they do like right. well here's how the ratings work and, and i'm not going to bore you with this because i, I no, personally please, this is, there's no boring like we are very intrigued by this yeah. and it's it's, it's, it's like the it's, inner workings we're pulling back the curtain now oh yeah and everything's on the table by the way um <laughs> yeah. it's it's literally the dumbest system you could have now get this how many people live in the tampa bay area pinellas hillsborough um, what Pasco, Manatee? How, how many people? Like, like three million? Yeah, yeah, like you're talk- I was about to say million, you're talking yeah. about multiple millions. Yeah. Okay. So there's multiple millions of people that live in this area. They track radio ratings by handing out little pagers. They call them PPMs, personal people monitor, something like that. They just call them the PPMs. And so what these people do is they wear them on their body all day, and it monitors whatever they're listening to and radio stations each send out their own kind of fingerprint like their own signal that you can't hear wow but it's it's behind the scenes and these monitors pick it up so it's, it's kind of like uh the nielsen shit where like nielsen, to, the uh, nielsen radio yeah, exactly for... so i mean you'd think that's that's a really good system right yeah. i mean yeah. that's gonna be really accurate how many of those do you think that they pass out for the millions, multi-millions of people that live in this area. Gosh, I would think I would think it would at least be a million, right? No, it's hundreds. It would have it's to probably to get, hundreds or tens. To get ac- to get, <laughs> but I'm saying, to get an accurate To get an accurate, you need to get, yeah, I think a third would a, cover yeah, it. Yeah, a third. Okay, so let's say there's three million people in the area, so you give out a million? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that makes sense. That does, that make, does sense. make sense. Uh, they give out 1,100. Oh, oh yes, quite. 1,100. Mm. 1,100. And that's, is this that's, Arbitron or is what is this? 
This is um, no Arbitron. I guess Arbitron's not around anymore. I oh, never, really? Huh. Honestly, I never. I probably should have. I never really okay. cared about the ratings. Did they literally I just hand you a piece of paper? Fun. And you're like, ah, good. And if we did well, we did well. But listen, I, you know, I worked for 98.7 The Fan. We didn't really do well that often, if you know what I mean. Well, well can, wait. One thing you told us before the podcast started is, in relative terms, 620 makes it seem like they're doing much, much better than everybody else. Can well, you, I, I mean, can you I like, pull that, bur- um, pull that curtain back for us? Well, and here's, here's the thing, too. Let's, let's remember this. Um, you can make the ratings look however you want them oh, to. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, you can. Well, you know, for men, eighteen to nineteen, we are killing. Yeah, it. we're the I mean, shit. We really, <laughs> we really crush it with eighteen and nineteen-year-olds. But um, I just, I mean, I remember sitting in my boss's office, and whether this was true or not, um, I, the fan was coming in at seventeenth in the market, and I'm, I'm sitting there like seventeenth. Like I can't even name. Yeah, what are the other sixteen? <laughs> or are we 17th? I mean, I, what are we buying? Delilah and the Dove and <laughs> shit like that? I, I mean, I don't even, I couldn't even fathom and think of 16 other radio stations, but I digress. Justin, no um, shit. The, the six, Dove is like number one. Yeah. Like, well, that's because they're on every elevator. That's fucking crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah, they're on every dentist every office. elevator. They're in every office. And so if you have one of those PPM monitors and you're sitting in an office and they're just playing it on the on the loudspeaker just yeah, Delilah's like mind-washing yeah. you. But then it's picking it up and it's acting like you're listening to it all day long. So you're getting credit for that. Um, but uh, the last I had heard was 620 was like 14th. So that's only oh. three ahead of you. Yeah. So oh, I mean, but it's it's a niche thing. It's sports talk radio. And let me tell you this: ratings don't mean shit if you can sell it, if yeah. you can drive revenue. That's true. And <clears throat> we didn't. So that's what I always hear. Like a rating. Who cares? As long as we're, you're selling nope. ads, man. But honestly, nope. ever since ever since ninety eight point seven kind of went away, I've found out. I find myself anyway looking for other avenues of sports talk via. Podcasts or Dude, there's there's so many great podcasts out there. You got Bucks Brief, you got What the Buck, you got Justin's podcast, the fucking uh, Scout podcast. It, there's well, you know what Greg Shiano says. But let me tell you, it can always be worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Wait, give us another Shiano drop. Yeah, that, that, that's great. I'm still looking. Oh, oh, this was this was one of our favorites. Jeff um, has a groin. Mm. Yes, he, he whenever uh, oh, man, I miss Shiano. Whenever he announced an injury, it's like, yeah, Mike Evans is dealing with a knee. Like, oh, oh Christ. quite. Okay, got it. He's absolutely. You know, <laughs> that shit probably would have worked if he was like if he won like Belichick, but he didn't. He didn't. Was, everybody's like, he's just you know an what? asshole. Yeah, you're just an asshole now. <laughs> the fuck's your problem? Well, winning fixes everything. Yeah, I mean, if Bel- if Belichick didn't wouldn't have won what he did, New England wouldn't have put up with him. You know, if it wasn't for like the victory formation shit, and then for like some of the some of the other weird, creepy shit that he was doing, like the the oh, remember the whole Freeman stuff. Oh and, man, yeah, oh, yeah. That was, like that he's got to go sit. I'm, I'm looking at some of these Freeman bites now. Didn't and, he excuse uh, him into the executive suite so he couldn't be around other players? Yeah, it was just it was just very odd. But you know what, Josh Freeman played a big role in that too. Oh yeah, it was just it was a little vindicating right. watching him going to Minnesota and be no. like, oh. Well, remember the Bucks too wanted they went and tried to get Carson Palmer before all of that went down before Palmer went to Arizona so mm-hmm. you wonder how much things would differ 
Of some Palmer been Bucks starting quarterback that probably wouldn't have drafted Mike Glennon. Um, hopefully they would have drafted Travis Kelsey, who I wanted them to get so they'd have a stud tight end. Which but, he uh, is. But then you wouldn't have had all that Josh Freeman drama. And who knows? Maybe everything plays out a lot differently than it did. Instead, Graciano was an asshole. They were losing. Everything was snowballing in the wrong direction. And well, between the MRSA thing, it's like yeah. not only were we losing, but we were losing classlessly. Well, and I think the straw that broke the camel's back was when the Bucks were on national TV, that second season for him against the Carolina Panthers. Oh, Panthers crushed the Bucks, and it was one of the ugliest moments I've ever seen inside Raymond James Stadium. The hatred that was spewing out of people's mouths, um, this brought to the game. Um, it was right around Halloween. People were dressing. One guy dressed in that suit for the MRSA. I mean, it was just a really, <laughs> it, it was hilarious, it. but it was a really ugly scene. And then I made sure that at the end of the game, I made my way over to the tunnel uh, before he left and just hearing what some of the people were saying. I mean, to me, that was it. That He had to go then. Yeah. Now, yeah. the Blazers don't fire guys in season, but I think that was the moment when they said, we're going to have to fire this guy. And I'll tell you what, that moment could be coming this Sunday for Lovey Smith because they're facing the Jaguars. And I was actually talking to my dad earlier today, and I said, it, it's Sunday's on G, but if the Bucks get behind, like, I'm curious to see people turn. I mean, people are already frustrated but how ugly it can get because now not only are you losing. But this is the Jaguars. Jaguars, yeah. You can't, like, everybody wanted to make a, a kind of a deal out of the first week with us losing to Tennessee. And be like, well, it was a, we had a rookie quarterback. But so did they. And they finished 2-14 and 14, just like we did. We made them look amazing. Now, if we do that twice in the year, because the Jacksonville Jaguars were, I would say, on the same bar as the Tennessee Titans. If they kick our shit in, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a big problem. Well, I, I asked, and I asked Kyle this, and Justin, I'm going to ask you this, but I wanted to know, in, in, in your honest opinion, is it play calling or play execution? What is the bigger issue here with the Bucks? Is is the players? Is it the coaching? Is, um, you know, you know Jameis Winston starting, um, in a, a perfect world, he sits the bench and, and learn. This isn't a perfect world. Yeah. You don't have time. Why do you why do you think Lovey Smith keeps saying we're close? We're on the verge. It's going to happen. He's trying to keep it positive because he knows the NFL stands for not for long. If you don't win, he's 17 in his first 20 games. He's got to start J uh, Jameis Winston. Yeah. He has to. That's and he his, has that's to have him succeed. Attempt. And Jameis Winston's not ready. He's throwing interceptions. And you know, my thing is while there's a lot, maybe. I still think Wait, we, we're losing you. Hold on a second, Justin. Justin? Hello? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're going to pause for a second. His mistakes will define him as a quarterback. I'm anxious to see how that, uh, how that plays out. I'm going to be honest. We lost like 90% of that. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was probably my best point ever. Guys, thanks for Having me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. Long story short, have me there. I, we, we got yeah, you. Yeah, we got you. Bit. 
Uh oh. Yeah, you're coming in and out. Me, Skype. I can't believe it. Skype is terrible. Skype is it's, it's Skype sucks. is rough. Skype is very rough. Can't find any more channel bites. I, the whole. Thing. All right. Long story short, James has thrown a lot of interceptions. That doesn't make him a bad quarterback. What he does moving forward, how he learns from them, does he make the same mistakes or does he correct those mistakes? That's going to define him as a quarterback. See, that's the thing. Like in the in week number one. He made a lot of those those stupid mistakes. And then in weeks two and three, I'm thinking, okay, he's looking a little bit better. He's still doing so, a, a couple boneheaded things, but look, he's, but he's learning. This this week was, was this very was, disheartening it for was me very because st- it was like, yeah. you ha- did you learn? Did you really learn from week one? It doesn't look like you did. It, it looks like a mirror image of, of week one. Well, as, as a, having a rookie quarterback, you want one thing and one thing only, and that's progress. Whether you know he's going to go out there and make those dumb throws, you know he's going to try and force windows, you know he's going to do all those things. It's one thing for him to go out there and make four picks if it was the first week. And then the next week he makes less and so on and so forth. But this was week four. He made four picks. Two of them, he didn't need to throw the ball. Yeah. I get that him he's trying to force something, but two of those he did not need to throw, nor, nor did he, I, I don't know, I guess tuck it and run. Well, and I think, too, um, the first interception where it was the pick six, to me, that's a horrible play call. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, he probably shouldn't have thrown the football or he should have. He should have thrown it sooner. But it's the, it was almost a mere image of the play call that he threw his first pick six yeah. on. These little out routes where it's just, you're just setting up the corner to jump in front of it and take it for a touchdown. And Dirk Cutter's been an offensive coordinator for a long time. And I scratch my head thinking – what is he doing? And, and he's having Jameis take these long shots down the field. And I'm not seeing even long passes, but these long, slow developing routes, mm-hmm. making him sit in the pocket and read the defense. How about just a swing pass to Charles Sims out of the backfield? Yeah. You know, I know they, I think Jameis really was hurt uh, when Austin Safarian Jenkins was out because he was really starting to get into a groove with him. Yeah, and that's a great way using the tight end to keep drives alive. Well, it's a safety but you blanket. Your tight end, how about using your running back? Oh, you Justin, know, I, I just, I mean, we, we, I mean, we have ASJ and, and obviously we don't need Tim, right? We got a, we got Kyle Brenza for him and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's never going to, I mean, ASJ Tim Wright's not going to do anything over there. ASJ has a proven record of being on the field. If there's one thing we know about ASJ is that he stays healthy, healthy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. thought that was a that was a terribly called game uh, on on the part of Dirk Cutter, uh, and especially uh, that first play. It's just yeah, it, like you said, Justin, the, the, these these long developing plays downfield. We don't have the offensive line for that. No, not at all. But you, but as an offensive coordinator, you think he'd be aware of that? You'd be aware of the weakness that your offense presents, and then try and maybe, you know, throw a couple screen passes to keep the linebackers honest. But Jameis was so good in the Houston game, and I thought that was his best game so far. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, he could have been better on third down. But if you watched, when they threw the ball, especially on first and second down, it was one, two, three to throw. He was making quick decisions, getting rid of the ball quickly, and getting it to his receivers. And I just wonder if they're having him do these five and seven step drops too often. And maybe he just needs to either be in shotgun, catch it and throw it, get rid of the football. Or if he's under center, one, two, three and throw, yeah. like get rid of the football. Don't let him sit in the pocket and think 
because right now it's moving very fast for him. It'll slow down over time, but how about helping out your rookie quarterback? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think absolutely. even like on that first play, it looked like he almost like cock, he cocked the ball a little bit. He he looks a little unsure of himself when he's in the pocket and uh, in that Houston game, yeah. I think it was maybe by design to kind of negate the pass rush that Houston presented, but it, it worked for us. Like we were completing passes. We were, we were throwing the ball downfield and yeah. we looked good. I we mean, looked good. And yeah, I think that, I think that needs to be a part of the game plan going forward. Hopefully they can see that. I mean, if, if the three of us can yeah, see if that, we maybe. can sit here and like point out the fact that, Oh, well that kind of worked. Let's, let's do that again. I mean, it, come on, let's be completely honest. This is Jacksonville. They're, they're not good. We're not good, but they're not good too. They're better than people think. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. This is a game the Bucks must win. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because okay. I mean, if this was season one, if this was season one with Lovey Sith, this is not a, a must win. This no. is season two. It's a home game. It's Jacksonville. Regardless of what the team actually is, the perception is this is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers need to come in and perform at home and beat this team. This is this is a team that we are expected to beat. Yeah. R- right or wrong. Our fan base, their fan base, the national fan base would see this game and say, ah, Bucks by a touchdown. Yeah. Are the Bucks favored in this game? I think they're favored by three. Yeah, sure. it's a field goal. And it's funny because uh, Connor yeah, Barth. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, come on. You can't you can't as a professional kicker be six and twelve. Like Okay. That's okay. what he was in college though. I mean, I don't know. I I mean, maybe I was overthinking that, but the guy, the guy had a fifty percent field goal percentage at Notre Dame, and he was fifty percent with the Bucks. Why was he on the team last week? That's my thing. If you, if 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 you knew the week before, he, we, everybody was saying, okay, the guy after after that game in Houston, everybody was saying, okay, you cut the guy. Obviously, it's yeah, obvious he, you cut. He left game. ten points on the field. Yeah, he's That's... done. He's a, he's a kicker. You can go find another kicker. He's a rookie kicker. It's not exactly. even like it's he's not. a proven veteran who had a bad game. No, I mean, I think they paid him. I think they paid me more than they did him last week. Yeah. So it's just. And then correct me if I'm wrong, but then last week happened, and then Lovey Smith comes out and he says he's glad he gave Cal Brinza a second chance. Are you fucking crazy? Why? You just want to make sure he's bad? I don't understand that. That's completely on you, Lovey Smith. Like, there's so much that, like, the, this this whole, like, oh, let's wait on Lovey Smith and see crowd. Like, there's so much on him right now that it's like, how? How can you wait and see? Yeah. You, how, you don't, like, look, I, I, get, I, I get how we can say we need to wait and see, but how can Lovey actually have that approach? He needs to realize that his seat is warming up, and it's warming up. So. I, I was going to point out something for you guys to watch maybe after the podcast. Do you want me to play something for you? During the podcast now, yeah, have um, at it, man. that I found on YouTube, yeah, have at uh, it. Relating to Lovey Smith, you you guys you guys are gonna love this, and your listeners are going to love this. And I'm actually I'm probably gonna end up doing something on um, probably BucksBlitz.com uh, relating to this video. And I, I was just like, Ooh, let, I let can't me wait. just let me just look at what we have. Let me let me go, let me go to YouTube. Let me click in Lovey Smith press conference and see if there's you know anything funny that I can use. Huh. And so I was scrolling down. I'm scrolling down right now, trying to find it. And I know it's here because I just I actually watched it at the other day, and I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> um, but somebody, <laughs> it's called Lovey Smith press conference compilation. 
Oh, this, is, this should be great. What it is is it is a uh, it's from when he was in Chicago, and somebody took all of his press conferences while he was in Chicago and put put them together. It's only ninety seconds long. I'm going to play it for you right now. Just let me know once it's over if you've heard any of these before. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Here we here we go. Lovey Smith post game conference. That does sound familiar. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm like counting the weeks. This is this is week seven, I think. So, um, so that's it. <laughs> Have you guys heard any of that Everything, before? Every... No, never. No, no. Is that, that crazy? That, none of that rings a bell. Is yeah. that crazy? <laughs> that, that is, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. All that from could have been time in Chicago. That literally could have been last week, the week before, the week before that. I've heard, I uh, like every. That's every press conference. You can you can just cut those down into bites and like, oh yeah, that was your week three press conference. Two weeks ago, we had a yeah. on our introduction on our show. We had a, a fan randomly called into One Buck Place, and they called into the accounting department. Yeah, they called it. They, they, obviously, the guy was drunk and mashed buttons until he got a voicemail at One Buck Place, and it happened to be our friend of the show's John's the CPA at um, at One Buck, and he sent us the the voicemail, and it's just it's just this. Drunk redneck, like I hate the cheerleaders, I hate the coaches, I hate the, the goddamn the useless players. players, I hate every goddamn one of you. And the funny thing is, it's like we really couldn't pick after which loss that was from, yeah, because they were blending in so much. It's like, well, they got blown out by who? And now that's the thing. That right there is the thing. Okay, people, people that say Lovey Smith still deserves to stay, fine, fair enough, but like. Where's the improvement? Where like this just all feels like one big long season from last year to this year. Yeah, what's what's we are, we are now three and whatever. Yeah, I don't see these improvements at all. Yeah, I love too when they ask when the the media asks him like about the, you know winning a game at home and he's like, well, we've only lost two this season. <laughs> yeah. We're not counting last season. Well, you're not counting last season, but everyone else is, and the fans definitely are. So win a fucking game at home. Guys, I have to uh, run. No, I that's have to fine. put a little one down to bed. Um, I enjoyed it, and I'd love to come back on sometime. Okay, Justin, where can everybody find any everything that you do? Uh, BucksBlitz.com. Uh, it's part of uh, Scout.com. Scout.com for a number of years has always been dedicated to recruiting in college. Um, and a year ago, they contacted me because they were making a big push into the NFL world. Um, in the last year, 
I can't even tell you, you know, how much the site has grown. We've taken it from nothing to where it is now. I think anyone that goes and looks at it will be pleased with the, uh, the visual aspects of site we write stories but we also attach videos to every story so that you can have a synopsis and a summary really within one minute of what the story is about and then if you want to read the story you can do that as well it's a multimedia website i, I do podcasts on it i do the videos we write stories gil arcia is a writer of mine and and kyle marks uh, both of those guys write for my website kyle's and, gonna be on the podcast um, next week hopefully yes kyle will be on the podcast next week. kyle hopefully he'll be on the podcast oh excellent yeah, he's he's awesome, man, and he does such great stuff with the draft. He and, does um, college prospects, so uh, he's he's just been awesome, and it was great to bring him on board. And the site's a lot of fun, and you can follow me on Twitter um, at Commission Online. Um, I try not to block a lot of people. I'll probably mute you if you're annoying to me. Um, but I don't. I don't block people like Gerald McCoy blocked me. Yeah, oh, what the yeah. hell? That was awesome. Well, <laughs> that I happens to the best of I us, man. Him. I criticized him, and you know what happens when you criticize the great Gerald McCoy. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that that can't happen. I mean, good guy. I, all I said was, hey. Maybe you want to get a sack in the second half of a game. It's amazing to me. He's had 11 and a half sacks in the last 20 games, in Lovey Smith's last 20 games. Yeah. And, I mean, listen, statistically, that's great. But only one and a half of those sacks have come in the second half, in the third and fourth quarter. That, to me, is mind-boggling. That is mind-boggling. I had no idea. For a guy who's supposed to be an impact player, that's really when teams need you to be an impact player the uh-huh. most. And he hasn't really made those impact plays, and neither has Levante David. I was going to say. I just, I just think, listen, the team as a whole should be criticized. But if you're making $100 million or $10 million a year like Levante David, I don't know. Maybe you hi- hold them to a higher standard. Yeah. That's just me. I want to see more impact plays out of my impact. But I want to see my star players play like star players. Other, te- I, I'm sick of seeing these star players of other teams make these highlight plays, and the guys on the Buccaneers not. Over and over, I'm told Levante David is a star player. He's on his marquee is on the side of the stadium, and I'm like, why? What's 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 he doing? What's he done? What like aside from that one year, what has he done? I don't, I don't know. I, honestly, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. He's tackled a lot. And to be honest, he's not tackling a lot this year. He has 12 solo tackles in four games. Ooh. That's only t- that's only 10 more than Ali Marpet and Charles Sims individually. Jeez. Think about that. Charles Sims and Ali Marpet each have two tackles. Levante David has 12. <laughs> that, that, that can't happen, right? That can't yeah, happen. No, Those no, guys that's... play often. You know who else used to get a lot of tackles? Barrett Rude. And, like, how did he do for our fucking team? <laughs> oh, God's sakes. Yeah. He's awesome. Another I Nebraska product. For years, I said, as soon as the Bucks get rid of him, he's done in football. And it took the Bucks like, five extra years, and they finally got rid of him, and he never played another down. Nope. Yeah. He just wasn't. He wasn't a good football player. No, he wasn't physical. He was a soft football player. Nebraska breeds him soft. There's a, there's a, but there's a lot of aspects of Gerald McCoy's game that's soft. He yeah. plays, he plays well at times in spurts, but he's not a consistent football player, and he gets pushed around a lot more than people realize. I have to, I, I, I can't disagree. It's it, it, yeah. Well, yeah. some people get mad at me for that nah. because I, I guess they don't. You know, there's some people that just love Gerald McCoy. Because they love him, and I think he's he's much into the popularity of himself. Of course, he is. And I, I've really noticed I, I've noticed a lot. And I was a huge fan of his when they drafted him, mm-hmm. and I stuck up for him when he had his injuries early on in his career. 
And I remember going on the air calling people stupid for calling him a bust. And then he got healthy, and I think he got a little full of himself. And, you know, it just it just turned into a popularity contest. He was mic'd up. Like, he wants to be popular. He wants to have his radio show and yep. do these television appearances. And he just wa- he wants people to like him so much. But he doesn't – I don't think he cares as much about winning as much as he wants to be popular. And that's bad for yeah. the Bucks as a franchise because he's your face of the franchise. I was just about to say he's the best we he got. Well, I mean, if but he he himself said James isn't the face of the franchise. I'm the face of the franchise. Well, if he's the face of the franchise and he cares more about being popular than winning games, I don't know. Maybe that's why the Bucks haven't won a lot since he was drafted. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes it sense. Make a lot of sense. I don't well, know. I mean, maybe maybe not. But he just needs a swift kick in the ass, and nobody on this team right now is going to give it to as him. As do most of the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, who's holding them accountable? They nobody, don't hold themselves nobody, accountable. Not a single if the person. leaders aren't holding them, them all accountable, then who's going to hold the leaders accountable? I mean, who so are the, who are there's, the leaders? there's a lot of accountability <laughs> issues in that locker. Well, yeah. I mean, who are the leaders? Yeah. Well, the leaders are Levante David and Gerald McCoy. I, I don't know if they're tr- they're not true leaders, but they're anointed leaders. And if they're the anointed leaders on the team and they're not holding everyone else accountable, nobody's going to hold them accountable. And what you have is an accountability issue within that locker room and that leads to a lot of losses as well Ugh, makes God. a lot of sense due to our sorry record, i mean I, I i no 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 don't apologize you're absolutely right but people, people think i just target him well if i'm targeting him i'm targeting levante david i'm targeting the higher priced players on the team because you know you got to be held to a higher standard and if he wants to block me on twitter if that makes him happy then go right ahead. I, I don't really fucking care. Uh, I'm going to move on with my life and just hope that one day somebody comes in to run this organization, figures that shit out, and if Gerald McCoy doesn't shape up and, and turn into a physical defensive football player who can make impact plays, then maybe the best thing for the Bucks to do, and I'm not saying doing it right now, but maybe in the future the best thing to do is to go ahead and trade them, get what you can in return, and get some players in here that actually want to win football games. The best, the best thing we can do is trade when the value is high, and sadly, so he's... He's more of a name than a person. We're race fans. We know about that. Yeah, exactly. We're race fans. (laughs) (laughs) We've been down this road before. Yeah, we're Uh, jaded to this. I was like, yeah, fuck him. Get him out. (laughs) Just sell high. Exactly. Like, get him out. Like, we'll get three people who can do his job for cheaper. Yeah, Justin, it's been amazing. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, again, just let me know when you want to have me back on. Anytime. Literally anytime. All right, guys. See you later. Thank you. Bye. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break and uh, reset for the rest of uh, Word of the Bay, and we'll be right back. Yeah. AudibleTrial.com. It's a place where you can go to get free, or get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial on us. You, like, you know, Nick, when I, like, I've, I try to, like, read quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And oh, listen. No, I'm not going to fuck with the listeners. I read. I read a lot. I try to read a lot. And like right now, I'm I'm reading Lord of the Flies, and I've been trying uh, to read this book for like the past six months, and I just I just can't, for some reason I'm like, me I don't feel like doing it today. Like I'll go look at my phone and fucking check Twitter or something like that, see what kind of bullshit's going down today. But like I I think what would help me is having Audible Trial. Like if I had the audio book to listen to, yeah, this option would probably get you to read a lot more books. I'd be done. I'd be done with it by now. And like that's I think that's a cool thing because like I know there's a lot of people out there that like to listen or at least like to read or would like to read the classics. 
But let's be honest. If you want to read The Count of Monte Cristo, that is a long, tedious fucking book. Tedious is, a, I think, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. A lot of these books that you would see as tedious aren't so much. No. You just go, someone reads them to you. It's great. You could do it on their way to work, way home from work, when you're at the gym. There's literally as, as many places as you're listening to this podcast right now is where you can listen, listen to, to an, an audio audiobook, yeah. And uh, Audible Trial is the way to do that. They have 180,000 titles to choose from. So, like, you can go and get the Harry Potter novel. You can go get Lord of Flies. Nick, what's your favorite book? Uh, actually, it's Hatchet. Yeah. yeah. It's by Gary Paulson. <laughs> look, I love look, that I'm, book. I'm your best manager wedding. Of course I know your favorite book. <laughs> fucking Hatchet, bro. Love that book. <laughs> so, Because I, I, I secretly want to be lost in the woods. Yeah. Have you, have and, you then read, I can, uh, and then I can survive. Oh, what's the book called? It's called, like, Far North or, like, North. It's, it's kind of the same thing as Hatchet, but, like, they crash in a plane and then, like, they're north in the, in the Canadian wilderness and they have to survive. Hmm. It's a pretty good book. It's a good book. You know what? I bet you it's on Audible. I bet you it's on Audible. Bet you that shit's on Audible. You can go read the the uh, World War Z by Max Brooks and and wonder what it would be like if zombies took over the world. Ooh. Yeah, which is much better than Halloween. Yes. I guarantee you, if you listen to this, um, that, that movie was a piece of shit. That movie was a piece of shit, but the book was great. I enjoyed the book. The book was amazing. And if this this audiobook is a true representation of the book. Then it's going to be a better movie oh, than dude, the other one ever was. The audiobook is way better than the movie. It's got it's got Alan Alda. It's got Max Brooks as the narrator. I, was about to say, got, I thought Max Brooks, the author of the goddamn yeah. book, actually narrates. It's a star-studded cast, actually, in World War Z. It's a really good audiobook. And Mark like, Hamill make appearance in this? No, I think I believe Mark Hamill's in it. There's a there's a lot of people in it. And like that is a really good audiobook. And look, if you guys are saying, "Oh shit, that sounds good," that's free. It's you can free. go get it for free right now, right on us. So. Yeah. Kyle, one more time. Hit me with that website. AudibleTrial.com slash shark. Go there. Get a free book on us. Listen to it. Enjoy it. All right. Well, well that was a hell of a lot of fun. Just, yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Who knew Joseph Pulaski was such a mensch? He's yeah, a good he's dude. just a guy. He's just a good fucking guy. You know what I got out of it? Huge Bucks fan. Yeah, which is which Bucks. is which is great to hear. His, he said his father was a Bucks fan, and like that would be that would be my dad. Like he, yep, that would be my dad. Yeah, he'd be at the at the at Raymond James Stadium or like. It just it makes me sad to like think about like his dad is canceling his season tickets after like as somebody 70s. who's been there through the beginning. I mean, if you think about it, his dad actually went through the winless season. Yeah, like it's it's as bad now. It's worse now than it was then when they lost every game. That's, maybe that's got to mean something. Maybe things were just better in the seventies. It was just like more hopeful. I don't know. Everybody it's, was everybody was stoned. Yeah, everybody's stoned and high. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. It's it's just so and like I can't. Oh shit! Derek Shorepel wants to come on. What's up, Derek? Hey, we're on the podcast, Derek. Derek Shorpel. Hello. Hello. I, I think Derek, I... you suck, man. Get the fuck. Get your shit together right now. Get you. Get on the. Po- you, we are live on the podcast. You, uh, you could be on the show right now. Oh, there we Did go. Did you butt dial us on the pod? Fucking a, man. <laughs> What's up, Derek? Hi, Derek. <laughs> Wait, you're still unplugged. Plug your shit in, Derek. Fuck, man. Get your game together. Uh, is that better? It's better. It's yeah, better. much there better. You there you go. Gotcha. God almighty. Uh, <laughs> I'm the first ever Skype pocket dialer, I guess. Did you Sit just here. pocket dial us? I guess so. Oh, that's My lovely. That's, hope you're having a great night. And well, yeah, yeah, it was a great podcast. Oh, we just got done with Justin Pulowski. Great. That, that's awesome, man. I'm glad you all got to talk to him. He's a... Uh, the Bucks, but 
It's yeah. a lot of fun. Now that I hear the connection problems on your side, I'm, I'm feeling like it might be us. It was us. It, it might was be us the us. entire time. Well, well, fucking Verizon. God damn it. Oh, well, well, how'd the Oversell podcast go tonight, buddy? That's a good question. All right. Well, All I'm, right. I'm gonna I'm assume it went well. It was. It was so good. He's speechless. Derek. Yeah, I can't hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, not here. How'd the Oversell you podcast edit go? This part out. No, we're, gonna, we're not <laughs> no, going to no, fuck, fuck it. it. Yeah. How'd the, <laughs> how'd the Oversell podcast go? Uh, it went well. Talked to Andy Wrestler. I had to make a hot tag to a local comedian here to come on the show, so had a blast. And fuck Kyle Brenza. Maybe I yes. just came on just to say that. <laughs> it worked. Connor Barth's back. Yeah. Well, that's, I don't know if that's much better, but. Yeah, well, he at least. Agreed. Hey, he's, what, 83% on I was Kicker? about to say it's better than 50. On, yeah, better than 50, for fuck's sakes. That's, yeah, I guess. All right, we're going to go, we're going to talk some lightning and rays, so. Okay. <laughs> My bad, guys. I apologize. <laughs> no, not at all. Glad you could join us. This was unexpected yes. and enjoyable. The, actually, you know what you just, this is, this is our first Word of the Bay where we had two guest two hosts. Two guests, yeah. How so, do you feel? Well, I, I so sorry. Uh, fuck <laughs> conference, and I'm gonna hang up. But fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. All right. <laughs> fuck Albrenza. I'm ready, man. I guess those connection problems were on our side. Yeah. Uh, either that, or we shouldn't have left Skype open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Let me just close that Let's out. Close right that right now. <laughs> but you know what? At, at the same time, uh, um, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, oh we apologize. I guess the, the connections were uh, the yeah. They were on our end. So if, if you didn't get to hear Justin to the extent that you would like, we Neither apologize. did we, but we yeah. kind of pieced it together yeah. as well. You, um, hey, fucking tweet at me. Yeah, tweet me, bro. Kyle, W-O-T-B. Inkman Nick at W-O-T-B. All right. Um, Lightning are down 2-1 right now to yep. the Flyers, which yep. is not a concern to me. We're, it's, it's, it's lots of games. It's lots Ooh. of games to play. Wait, Ryan Callahan scored a goal. What? It's 2-2? Uh, it's 3-2. Three two flyers. Yeah. Fuck. Who? What? Yeah. Lots yeah. of stuff happened. Apparently. So, what do you think about uh, Vinny Lacavia being a, a healthy scratch from this game? Both both Radko Gudas and Vinny Lacavia were were healthy scratches from this game. I think it makes Steve Heisman look much smarter. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I <laughs> because mean, if if these guys are sitting for the Philadelphia Flyers, they have no right playing for the Tampa. I mean, Lightning. certainly Brain Coburn starting for us. So yeah, uh, well, we made the right call on that one. Yeah, I, and I was wrong. It's two two. Hey, Yay! we're tied. Ryan to Callahan. Awesome. We, we could not watch tonight's game because obviously we had the commission come on and uh well, we you know, wanna, we Well, look, we'll get to see the highlights and uh there's um, a lot of hockey to be played. Because we know you guys like to listen to the show. We sacrificed we gave up the hockey day, hockey game for tonight to do the show because we love it. And you know what? You know what? Not I think next week will be Kyle Marks mm. on the podcast. Yep. Um if all goes well. Uh and then, I believe the week after that, if all goes well, we'll have Mr. Noah Pransky, Shadow of the Stadium, to come on to talk about the Ray Stadium issue. We got a big uh, vote coming up with the city council in November. Yes, uh, about the uh, the stadium issue and things are kind of heating up because of it because of the election. Yes, because it's an election year. I feel I feel like I need to say this in. Uh Pretty much the only people listening, or the, or the people listening right now, are the ones that are really going to appreciate this. And uh, I really got to give it up to my co-host here. Kyle really did the extra mile here in getting guests. We've got guests for a month now. Yeah, we do. We have. So congratulations, Kyle. Thanks. That's, Thanks, really, man. that's a lot of work. That's right. Because, you know, 
it inspired me when Justin said yes to the podcast. I'm like, hey, who else can we get? So like, we got we we're gonna we had yeah. Justin. We're like, gonna tease it. What who we got? We're we're, we're we're gonna have Kyle Marks next week. Hopefully, we're mm-hmm. gonna. I mean, if we lose the Jacksonville game, he would be a very appropriate guest because we can start talking about the draft. Oh, yeah. you know, we're already gonna be looking at it. Yeah, all right, and. uh Next week, if or the week after that, if all goes well, no Pransky will come on the podcast. If he, Emmy winning, if he can have the time. Emmy winning, investigative reporter and competitive eater. I didn't know that. Ooh, yeah, right. I'll, Lots of questions. That's I'll, I'll drink him. And then uh, the podcast after that, the Sticks of Fire will be coming on. The uh, I think I, I believe his name is Scott with the Sticks of Fire, and then maybe someone else with this. They have their own podcast now, but which is cool because I, I may go on that if you want to come with me, Nick. Absolutely, we'll we'll cross promote. But you know what? It just shows that if you really want to get your finger on the pulse of Tampa Bay sports, come to Word of the Bay. Come to Word of the We've, Bay. We are fans just like you. Yeah. We we don't pretend to be anything better than. Just fans. And listen, there's a, there's a we lot. We just of, happen to have a microphone. But there's also a lot of other cool podcasts out there. You got Bucks Brief Podcast. I'd like to get Chris on again for the, from Bucks Brief. And then Chris just had Greg Greg uh, um, Allman from the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Times yes, yes. and uh, What the Buck on his podcast. So, I mean, fucking go check that shit out. That, he's got a great podcast for Bucks fans. I so. will say, yeah, there's there are a select few podcasts in the area that genuinely do impress me. I think it's uh, our, the... Tampa Bay's podcasting game is like way above their radio yeah. game right yeah. now. Well, especially like with with dudes like Justin now doing podcasts. Yeah. No offense to Steve. Well, actually, all offense to all Steve Dumas. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. He's like he got. You're on, not trying anymore. I tweeted him right after the game. I'm like, I'm like, uh, it was like, uh, how long do we have to wait for the fucking for for uh, Lovey Smith to pan out? Like how like like where is that shit? And he's like. Well, when your quarterback throws five interceptions, like, oh, fuck yourself, man. He's like, a rookie quarterback that that guy selected and, and is backing. Well, number one, who drafted him? Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. Marcus Mariota's got, what, uh, eight touchdowns to, uh, uh, or what is it, Nick? Eight, eight touchdowns to two interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. If you, I wrote a little stat because I didn't know where this was going to go with Justin Pulowski genuinely, but I wrote the uh, comparison stats between Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. And it's through four games, so call it what you will, but it's a third of the season. Or quarter. Yeah. Quarter. It's a quarter of the season. And as of right now, Jameis Winston is not looking like the good pick. Winston looks really fucking bad. Marietta looks really fucking good. And then, like, I see a lot of people making excuses for Winston, and that's fine. I mean, he's a rookie, and we don't know. And certainly, and, you know, and certainly I would be remiss if I said he was a bust. And. And you know, you could bring up your Peyton Mannings of the world or your oh yeah, whomever of the world. I, that, I, who that who was it that made a um, Jerry Jones reference? Did uh, you see that? I don't know. It was on. It was on our bucks. It was uh, Jerry Jones um, when he hired uh, Jimmy Johnson. His first year went two and fourteen. Yeah. Second year, he only won three games, and then he drafted him at Smith, and the rest is history. Yeah. So so it's. <sighs> But the thing is, is not everybody is Jimmy Johnson. Right. So the likelihood that Lovey Smith will turn us into a dynasty is very rare. I don't know, man. Like, I think you got to give somebody a chance. But at the same time, I don't see any improvement under Lovey. We're making the same stupid mistakes yeah, that same we've mistakes been making that we did the last year. entire time. And it's like, what's going on? Like, we're benching uh, uh, George Johnson already. 
Like that's the dude you just picked up, and yeah. then like Alteron Werner is already on the bench. Didn't you just pick him up for you know? Look at all the guys we got okay, for fuck, Revis. Fuck look how much man-to-man coverage you're playing, and wouldn't Revis be nice in that? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, looking great in New York right now after a Super Bowl. Uh, he's ring. looking really fucking good. Yeah. Oh wait, didn't you do that, Tim Wright too? Yeah, you let him go get a Super Bowl ring, and then you traded him away for a kicker nah, you just released. Did, did Tim Wright get a Super Bowl ring? Yeah, Tim Wright was with the the. Patriots was last he, year. He, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought some. Uh, well, anyway, Tim Wright gets a Super Bowl ring. Then we get him back because of we're the Bucks and the waivers. So, what do we do? We mm. traded him for Kyle, Kyle Brenzen. Uh, How'd that guy uh, do? And what's he doing right now? Oh, that's right. He's working an Enterprise Rent a Car. He's yeah. He's got a good deal on a Rent a Car for you guys. They have if a you, great management system. If and you go to Enterprise Rent a Car right now, Kyle Brenzen will hook you up with a 2009 Ford Taurus. This son of a bitch yep. is fully loaded, four doors, air conditioned, yep. twenty five dollars a day, and power windows. Oh, come on, sold. Kyle Brenzen. And you know what? Kyle Brenzen's two for seven on the only <laughs> The only reason he's working at that job is because Connor Barth gave it up to come back to us. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the Rays at all? Season's over, man. Yeah, what's there to talk about, right? What did we end up? 79 and 83? I think so. 80 and 82? Yeah. I don't fucking yeah. know. Cubs, you know are, Cubs are in the... the yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them, yeah. What were we going to say? You know what? I just I yeah. I don't know, man. I don't give a shit about the. It, I hate the Cubs. You know man. what? It's. I'm starting to realize that this year I hate the Cubs more than I love the Rays. Like that's a fucked up feeling. It is. <laughs> Whatever they're facing the Cardinals, so go Cardinals, go win your yeah, other go Cardinals. Yeah, I I, and I was any, I was rooting for the the Pirates. Any Cubs fans out there who who say, "Oh, well, you're just being bitter and all." Yes, this. yes, I am. Yes, being I am. Bitter. We are completely acknowledging that, and uh, I'm good with it. We're I'm, good with I, it. I, I go to sleep okay. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Joe Madden. Yeah. Hope you lose horribly. You know what? Go to the World Series and then lose again. Yeah, you see, Dave, and David Price coughed up. Uh, an, yeah, for uh, the Blue Jays. Game. Yeah. All right, so let's do a quick MLB recap. We've got game one over between uh, Toronto and Texas. Texas has a one game lead. They uh, they beat. David Price and the David Toronto Price, Blue Jays, which was oh shocker there. Yeah, and tonight we. I have... think the blue, I, but I think overall in that series, I think the Blue Jays are going to be fine. Yeah. I think the Blue Jays will take that series. Oh against... no, Bautista's got hurt. Mm. Uh, you know what? Really? What did you see? All these people got pulled out of the Shut game. Shut the fuck up! Why Bautista got hurt? Yeah, all these people got pulled out of the game yeah, as long as they got Donaldson. <laughs> and they they still got a fucking hell of a lineup. Uh, that that but the thing is is it's. <laughs> It's Calf a, tightness. Nah, that's that's bull, that's a bunch of bullshit. They they pulled them because it's like ah, we got we got more to play here. I, I I still think that the Jays will take this series against Texas. That that's going to be a tough series to um to win for Texas if they do. They're up a game, but you know you're, you're going back to Rogers Center tomorrow. It's a game though, or not? Is it tomorrow or the next? I'm not sure when they're. You're, going. you're absolutely right. Bautista's not to worry about. He's expected to play in game two. Yeah, it's fine. So like, I so I, it's. I fully expect the Blue Jays to come out of this yeah. and win this series. So who do you got between Houston and Kansas City? That's an interesting matchup. Uh, Houston kind of backed into the... the yeah, they fell into the playoffs. Right, but they did beat the, the Yankees, who also a little bit backed into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they dropped a, a series to Boston, and they... they <sighs> I mean, I, I don't you're know. not wrong. You're not wrong. The Yankees, to me, scream of a team that's just old and they're kind of breaking down at this point of the season yeah. and they're like eh, we can't keep up. 
Yeah. They're uh, good enough to get to the playoffs. Like, they just can't do anything when they get there. Yeah. Balls that A-Rod was hitting out before now going to the one track. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I need my H-E. Yeah, I need my H-G-H. They tested me yesterday. I can't do anything about it. I mean, so I think I got Kansas City. I, I, I would because I, I, I feel like Kansas City is a more complete. Well, team. Kansas City is your favorite. I mean, yeah, of course. They are, very much so I, I don't know enough about Houston to to make the call. Uh, so yeah, this is when this is that time of year where we all become like Houston, Toronto, yeah, Rangers and Royals experts. I gotta say, it's I, I you know just based off what I know, I, I'd say it's going to be Royals. Royals take that series. It's, yeah. it, I mean, it, that's that's the preordained matchup. It's going to be Royals and fucking Blue Jays in the ALCS. Yeah. That, that's got to be what it is. I mean, Although, there's, there's honestly, no other two teams that are more deserving. Of go AL. Go AL. If that's the case, if it is Kansas City or Toronto, go AL. Yeah, I'd like to see Zobris get a ring. I'd like to see. I think he deserves. I it. I think. Yeah, I think Yost deserves a ring. I think that that the, the entire Kansas City was so close last year. They they deserve to get that push. Yeah. I just please don't let the Cubs win. Please don't let like the Cubs I, win. I, and it has so, yeah, nothing to do with the Cubs. Like I I NL. really do like Chicago. I think it's a great city. I like the Cubs. I really do. I do. Yeah. And if I it agree. had nothing to, if Joe Madden was not a part of this team, I'd be pulling for them from the very beginning. But. I hate him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck the Cubs. Jesse's already Fuck warned me that if I do something to the Joe Madden gnome while she's gone, there's going to be hell to pay. But huh? I, I'm thinking about just destroying it anyway. Yeah. I'll go home with you tonight. We we had a few we had a few uh, drinks and uh, we'll just uh, we'll ball peen hammer it. Yeah. Well, no. We'll just we'll just sit in <laughs> oh, front get of us like my cell phone and take it out to the fire pit. Yeah. Let's watch it melt. <laughs> and like technically, I didn't destroy it. It's just all. It's, it's just still black. there. It's yeah. just melted. Yeah. It's re- reconfigured yeah. the uh, atoms. Fuck That's that all we did. Joe Nome. But fuck Joe Madden. Yeah. You piece of shit. You're on the same. You are on the same bar as St. Louis to me. Yeah. Yes. You're on. You're. To me, you're you're in the, you're with the likes of Carl Crawford, Marty Saint, Saint Louis. Louis. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's where you are for me yeah. right now. You ran away from a challenge to go take it easy, Street. Yep. Fuck you. You you took the out in your contract to go play for to go manage for Chicago. Hmm? So go fuck yourself for that. I that's hope what, it, I hope it ends up just like Hall Crawford too. Me too. I hope I hope, I hope you fucking crash blows up in your goddamn face. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And, and I never to, thought I could hate somebody I loved so much. To, every, to, to everybody that says that we're bitter, yes, we are bitter. Uh, we, we, we know we are. We so know we're bitter. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck yourself. Oh, is this a Chicago podcast? No, I'm pretty sure it's a Tampa podcast. Yeah, and he left the Tampa Bay Rays. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty salty about it. Yeah, and I'm pretty okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't lose any sleep. <laughs> yeah, this. Ne- neither do I. All right, so we've covered baseball, covered football. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's the other matchup in the NL? So you got Cardinals and, and Cubs, and then you have who and who? Mars, man. We got Mars, the internet. Yeah, it's, it's, we got uh, the internet here. It's MLB 2015 playoff bracket. Who, yeah, who made it? Who did the things? I know. Let's say it's up, up. Yeah, images there. That's a that's a good selection. It's a good way to go. I don't know. I just oh, I, I wish they would load. That's last year. Mm. <laughs> Who fucking knows the Giants? Maybe I don't know. That sounds right. Giants and, and somebody's. Let's just make it up. Okay, so the Giants. It's the Dodgers. I know they made it. I did, but okay, yeah, it is a giant. Dude, how 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 have we not found it yet? You you've literally typed in Major League Baseball 2015 playoffs. Bracket, bracket. Here we go. 
This is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. La, la, la. La, la, la. Oh, lovely. <laughs> it's a blank. It's, it's a, a blank, blank <laughs> it's a bracket. Okay, we don't do fucking things. We, look, we don't do... All right, is this it? Is this it? Uh, no, this uh, it no. looks like something says bulls here. Yeah, there's wizards, raptors. This oh, is the NBA. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes. Google, get dude, your shit together. Dude, right just now. go to ESPN. You're, you're making this very complicated. All right. ESPN, ESPN. Yeah, Major they, League Baseball. They're the worldwide leader in sports, for those that don't know. Yeah, fuck them. The four letter network. Anything crazy happened this week that we didn't talk about? Mm. Andrew Luck missed his, is going to miss his second straight start. Yeah. Matt, Matthew Hasselbeck. Looks the, like uh, I'm starting Michael Vick. I started Brandon Whedon against you, and that didn't work out nope. so well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, can we talk about it since it's both of our teams, but it happens to be fantasy related? So, I mean, those that have. I have, I have beaten Kyle. Those that, yeah, Nick has beaten me for the first time. In this is two seasons I've beat two, you. Two seasons. Um, I think I might be the favorite in our league. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, well, you know. fuck your shit. <laughs> to those that that have um, scores, just go to scores. That way, it'll show who who's in the next. To lineup. those that have Andrew Luck down right now. Ooh, yeah, who to to those of who's who who drafted Des Bryant and Andrew Luck. I am so sorry. Sorry for your luck. Okay, Cubs, Cardinals, Mets, Mets Dodge, and Dodgers. Fucking Mets. Hey, Mets and Dodgers. So the Giants didn't make it. I guess oh, not. Oh shit. Yeah. Go nobody. Go Mets. Go Mets. Nobody in the NL. Nope. I hate all these teams. Go the Mets. Cubs. Cubs because of Joe Madden. Cardinals, but, you've won too much. Mets, you're in New York. Dodgers. But the Mets are anti-Yankees. Go Dodgers. No. Go Dodgers. Yeah, go Dodgers. Go Mets. Dodgers all the way. I want, I want a Mets-Royals Dodgers. World Series. Dodgers. I don't Clayton know. Kershaw. My team's not in it. I don't really give a shit. Is, I'm going to be watching hockey and football for the next few months. Interesting. John Lackey. Versus uh, John, John Lester. Lester, yeah, Lackey versus Lester. Interesting, two former teammates versus. See the now, and then you go to the the Mets starting lineup, and I have no idea who Degrom is. Yeah, which guy? I don't I don't know who that guy is, but is, he's, he's is, the number one starter for Kurt Clayton Kershaw. Who is C Kershaw? Oh, you shut up! Who the fuck is that? You shut guy? up! Get out of this podcast right now. <laughs> Clayton Kershaw, goddamn. Okay, okay, okay. I know we're saying fuck the Cubs, but how how clutch was Arietta last night? He's, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he what complete game four hit. A hell of a game. Complete game, four hit, 11 Ks, and he got hit by a pitch. Fuck yeah. But I mean, did you see the dude is the dude is More money. importantly, did you happen to see Sean Rodriguez go fucking no, ham on No, let's a, look at that now. Did you not watch that? No. He, no, 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 no. He physically assaulted a cooler. Oh, good for him. And I, I, I'm pretty sure the cooler won. Yeah. He apologized for punching a cooler. Yeah, well, because... Oh, Sean He Rod. almost broke... Well, when he was with the Rays, he broke his hand punching a locker. Did he really? Yes. You. And it was funny because it happened to be under Joe Madden's rays. Yeah, so you're not so uh, cool-headed and cool clubhouse yeah, now, you are you, Joe Madden? Fuck. Piece of shit. Yeah, that's what happens when you bring penguins in the fucking... Yeah, how many penguins are you bringing in the dugout tonight, son? Son of a bitch. Watch him. Uh, fuck Ooh. you. Ooh. Rush. Oh, man, he's got a fucking nasty hook. Yeah, but that, the thing is, he's all righty. He, you see, he, he didn't jab it once. That cooler just could have bobbed and weaved his right hooks. I wonder what happened. Did you just strike out or something? No, no, no. That was. Did you not see the benches clearing brawl? Oh, that happened. Oh, that's right. Because Arietta got Arietta got plunked. Right. And on his way to first base, he said some shit. Which I gotta say, Arietta, 
making you hit two of their batters. Shut the fuck up. Take your take your walk yeah. and go to first. Quit talking shit. Yeah, quit talking <laughs> shit. Get on first base. Yeah. You hit two of their batters, you got hit. And I like might I add, the pitcher that hit you was nice enough to plunk you in your ass. Yeah. It could have been your fucking head. He's, he still hit him though. But it could have been worse. It could have been worse. He could have got him in the elbow, or he could have got him in the head, or he could have got him in the uh, knees. Just something worse. He hit him in his butt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. The Lightning are tied two-two. Yep. We're in intermission. I think this is a good time to end the podcast. I we're at an hour. Yeah, we're at an hour. Yeah. Um. So, like we normally do, go to iTunes, rate and review us, please. It takes ninety seconds. It's it means the world to Kyle and I. And for all those listeners that have been with us for quite a while, and you're hesitant to do that stuff, if you want to hear more of us, please, please do it. It makes it makes the world a difference to us. Yeah. If you happen to want to do some Amazon shopping, visit our website. Go to www.sharkdropper.com before then, because we have a link to Amazon. All you have to do is the same amount of shopping. It's the same thing. Do your shopping after you visit our website because we get a little bit of commission. Yep. That's it. Yep. We're not asking you to donate money. If you're going to make that shopping trip already, do it for us. And uh, if, you, if you're already at sharkdropper.com, if maybe you're listening for the first time because Justin was on and you're listening to Word of the Bay for the first time, this isn't the only podcast that Nick and I do. We do several. We have podcasts. nine. We have nine podcasts. If you go to sharkdropper.com and you scroll down, they're all there. There's pictures. You can click on the pictures. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe in iTunes. Kyle here happens to pull off a very believable detective in Dop 11 who hurt. I play a detective. Who the uh, fuck knew? Who yeah, knew? Who, who the fuck knew? Who knew? He actually also plays a cop called Justin. Is it Justin Time? I'm not sure which one I am. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm either Justin Case or Justin, Justin Time. Time. Anyway, they're, they're cop, cops by day, doctors by night. If, if you like some slapstick, you'll enjoy it. Um, Paralyzed is our horror feature. It's our first full-length scripted horror podcast and we're extremely proud of it. Yes, we are. Um new one coming out end of all hope. It's a stars me. Actually, stars me Ooh, and uh, one of our other uh friends Hope. We it's a post-apocalyptic uh podcast. It's about some shit going down in New York City. If you like the day after tomorrow, you'll love this. So all we're trying to say is we have a little bit of diversity if we you don't, a lot of we, yeah, we have yeah. the horror play podcast. If you like video games, we review scary video games. We have um, movie, movie films and movie flicks. films and flicks. If you like movies, look, we we just we have the, we run the gambit when it comes to selection. We want to make sure gambit. that you have, <laughs> we run the gambit. We run the gambit. <laughs> yeah, we throw card cards guy. at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we want to make sure you have whatever at your disposal through us, yes. and it's all free. And last but not least. If you are a dedicated listener to Word of the Bay or any of our Shark Dropper shows, go dedicate a dollar to our Patreon. It's just a buck. It means the world to us. And it keeps this and every other podcast we do for free. Yes. Yeah. That's that that's found on SharkDropper.com. Next to the home button, there's a button that says Patreon. You can do that. And be like Anthony at Strike Twice and donate just a buck. A buck a month. That's twelve dollars for the that's, entire that's year. That's your coffee for two weeks. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> 
All right. All right. Thank you to Justin Pulowski. Thank you so much. You can find uh, everything that he does at uh, scout.com slash NFL slash Buccaneers. I believe that's how you find it. He's also He also does a podcast, the uh, the Scout Buccaneers podcast. Uh, he has a blog. If you if you just Google his name, Justin Pulowski, you can find everything that he does. Yep. He's at Kamish Online on Twitter. I am at Kyle WOTB. Nick, you are at Inkman WOTB. And uh, I think that is it. That's it. We're done. We're Absolutely. Done. We're done early tonight. Yes. We, yeah. got a, we got a nice, uh, well, that's what happens when uh, people, guess who comes on who have kids. We're like, oh, my God. We got <laughs> to be there at eight. He's going to be coming on. Um, um, cool. All right. That was Word of the Bay for this week. I am Kyle. I am Nick. And we will see you next week. Dropper Studios production.